0: Hey everyone, I'm Benji, and this is the Daily Dose Podcast. This is the second part of Two Jews Walk Into a Bar. If you haven't listened to part one, make sure to check it out. But without further ado, here's part two. Why don't you talk a little bit about this? I don't remember when you bought this game.
1: Okay, so last year, actually, like, yeah, last year on Valentine's Day, we went to stay at Airbnb. <laughs> Sarah stayed at Airbnb in Golden with some of Benji's friends and
0: who are now Hannah's okay, friends yeah, too. To
1: um, who are now my friends too, yeah. And um I I had been watching these like YouTube videos like of these couples I guess doing these like intense like personal conversations where they like have to ask each other questions, and they, like, go really in-depth, and it's just, like, very, just, like, mesmerizing to watch, like, two people who are in a relationship, like, talk so, like, vulnerably and emotionally about, like, the things they're going through in their relationship. Anyways, so this, I guess, studio, production company that, like, makes these videos has, like, a card, uh, a series of, like, card sets of like these questions and not that you need like questions on cards to be able to like a- ask each other deep questions in your relationship, but it's just a fun like thing to have prompts and like kind of get deep into things that maybe you haven't talked about before. So
0: especially when we were sitting there sometimes and we're like, so what do you want to do? Yeah. It's nice because it, I think with so much crazy stuff that goes on all the time and um, the way how quickly, especially now how quickly life can unfold and how it kind of happens and and stuff like that, it's it's really a good opportunity to, to work together and talk about things that often we're scared to talk about.
1: Yeah, so I bought one of these overpriced card games from this <laughs> website and we played it last year in in Bolden, and we've done it a few times since then. Definitely haven't gotten through all the cards yet. No. So
0: definitely when things we get tough.
1: We would yeah, which when we're feeling like we wanna when we're feeling very connected, when we feel like we need like an opportunity yeah. to feel more connected, we have done it. So we thought we would do it right
0: now. Yeah, we'll pull some. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. I don't remember which pile. Why don't you just pull one? I don't remember which pile is which.
1: What does marriage mean to you?
0: Oh, man. This is something you and I have talked about so much. Um...
2: Well, like one we of the,
0: well, one of the first things that when Hannah and I, <laughs> one of the first things was I told Hannah, I wasn't, didn't want to label it. And then she thought that I was kind of uh, had commitment issues. And she's like, why did I put so much time into this? And I think my marriage, my understanding of marriage has, and my definition of marriage has come a long way. I mean, we were just talking last week about it. The biggest thing with marriage, I think a lot of the time, at least the legal part of marriage is that it covers up a lot of the gaps and flaws in relationships. So it gives the person the ability to kind of just take a back seat because they know that there's always going to be this legally binding agreement and so i've always been hesitant with marriage because of that because i think you can commit to a partner especially a, monogam- a monogamous lifetime partner and not being married keeps you on your toes all the time and i actually think that's the benefit of our relationship right now mm-hmm. is that it can end at any minute yeah, and sure. i think that allows me to be more present in the relationship um, I'm not worrying about what's already happened. I'm not worrying about what's coming. Um, so, you and I have talked about it a lot. I'm not a huge fan of the idea of legal marriage. Um, I 100% believe in soulmates. I think we have multiple soulmates in a life, and that's something that you, you and I have discussed as well. So, but it's something I also that's under, it's very understanding. You and I talk about children. It's very understand. I've, I've, I understand it's very important to raise children with parents who are committed to each other. Yeah. So I think more important than marriage is the idea of commitment and true partnership. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can call me your boyfriend and I can call you my girlfriend, but at the end of the day, we're partners. And then, you know, if we get a house together. We're also still partners. And if we have children together, we're also still partners. So I think that's, that's kind of what it, what it means to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's hard. Cause it's kind of this double, double-edged sword where like, people can get married as a way to like cover up a lot of issues in their relationship and be like okay let's just like bind us together so these these issues don't matter anymore cuz we are just together yeah but then on the other hand some people avoid marriage because it they want to always have an out if things get mm-hmm. hard and like it gives them an excuse to like to not like put work into into their relationship when things are hard. And, like, although, although like, a relationship can get to a point where it, like, it's too toxic or there are too many issues and both people are miserable, obviously, you don't, like, it gets to a point where, like, no amount of work is, like, worth being in that relationship if it's at that point. But there is something to say about, like, the growth and, um... I guess, like meaning that can come from like working through really hard times together. So, so I I don't think marriage is like either unhealthy or healthy. It's like, it is so dependent on the relationship and like the two people in that relationship and like what is meaningful to them.
0: Something it's funny is when you and I've talked about it before, but when I used to interview for jobs, the idea of conflict resolution would always come up like name a time that you had a conflict at work and how did you resolve it? And what I realized is the conflict resolution route is just the same in relationships where you have a conflict and you try and resolve it, but it's very victim based and very argumentative based. Whereas it's like communication and understanding is this optimistic way of looking at it. And I think that's really important in yeah. relationships. And the way
1: I've always viewed it is like marriage isn't, marriage isn't like the most significant committed part to me. It's like having kids with someone. It's yeah. like you can get married to someone not have kids a couple years in decide you're not compatible and get divorced yeah. and never see them again. But yeah. I mean, like, yeah, divorce are sometimes messy, but like at the end of the day, you can separate and never have to deal with it again and move on with your life. But once you have kids with someone, you're like always tied to them in yeah. some way. And like, to me, like the decision to do that with someone, it's like an even bigger decision than getting married. So yeah,
0: I agree. <clears throat> What do you think is the next step in our relationship?
1: Um, getting married. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, the next step. Um, well, I guess... So long story short, I'm moving to Vancouver in about like a month and a half for this job. And obviously that was a super hard decision, but that's, I guess, what's happening. And... Um, just in our conversations about it obviously like it was hard to come to terms with because benji's work isn't like isn't compatible with him moving right now and it's just like not realistic with what his goals are and his i guess the things he's working on right now so the decision was that i like i'm gonna go out there and move out there for this job the goal is like hopefully for him to come out there within like Like we set a year as like, hopefully in a year, he'll be in like the right place with work and everything to be able to come up there. Obviously, nothing's like 100% certain, but that's the goal right now. Anyways, so I would say like going into this next chapter where we're obviously going to be long distance. Thankfully, Vancouver is like not that far. Like it could be worse for sure. Like Vancouver is like hour and a half flight away. Like it's not the end of the world. Um, But obviously, it's going to be challenging. and. Um, I guess I I my last experience with long distance did not end well in a previous relationship, So there's a little bit of like concern in that way. But um, in terms of the next step in our relationship, I think is just more like learning and growth and like figuring out, I don't, we, we kind of talked about this and like how it's bittersweet in a way, because now that we've been together for two years, we've lived together for one year. I feel like we've learned, we've learned the kind of ins and outs of our relationship and how we interact. And um, although we've both grown a lot, there's still like little things that little, little things that we could be working on on ourselves that at the end of the day would benefit our relationship. And certain things are hard to work on when you're like living with your significant other and around them all the time. It's easy to like use the other person as like a crutch and like, kind of avoid things that you know you have to face in yourself when you have this other person around to kind of like distract you and so having a little bit of space apart will give us like the opportunity to to really like be in ourselves again like on our own and like face our like not aloneness because i don't not i'm not trying to portray it as like a lonely thing but like face our like yeah be like face to face our independence again and um be able to like put in work on our own on into the things that we know we still need to work on that in the long run will actually make our relationship even better in the future. So I'd say that's the next step in a relationship. Yeah. It's like doing some more personal work and then coming together after that chapter.
0: And I think knowing that we came together at such a fragile time for both of us. Yeah. And and I kind of see it like a couple of paths It was like we've walked side by side for the last couple of years and you know, paths can diverge and then come back together again too, um, and still can stay connected in other ways. Yeah. And I think it's also going to put like a really like a, it's going to be a true test on a relationship, and and I guess the intangible things that we we built like the communication, listening, understanding. Um, we both raised pets together, which I know aren't children, but I think it's the closest thing, <laughs> um, and. It's, it's really, I think, it's going to put a lot of things to the test. Yeah. And it's also, I think, going to shed some light on areas that we still need to work on individ- individually and collectively, which I think I've never shied away from. Why What what else in life other than relationships and uh, all that kind of stuff? So, it's definitely bittersweet moving into this next period, but super excited for you because I know that you've worked so hard over the past. It's really since school. We talked the first the first or second date that we had. You talked about how you wanted to use fashion as a way to like kind of change the world, like like leave a mark on the world. And I was like, ah, oh, somebody else has aspirations to like positively influence our society in different ways, and to see you really make something out of nothing, yeah. you know, like a sales job is what you turned it into it's, is what you've turned this is what it came from. Now you look at what it's turned into. It's such a great opportunity, and you get to go back to a city that I feel like um, emotionally kind of left you. Wow. <laughs> like really raw and like correct right so yeah. um it's really cool for you to have an opportunity with a fresh mindset and, and you're you're a better version of yourself now yeah so it's definitely bittersweet
1: yeah it was definitely adjustment to like emotionally and mentally get used to the idea of leaving calgary kind of like suddenly back to a place that i yeah like the last year-ish that i lived there i was not and like i was pretty depressed and like not in a good headspace and like I guess, I don't know. I, th- I think that when I'm back, those, those associations will fade away pretty quickly because my life will be really different than it was, but I don't know. I think it's like an opportunity to kind of like heal, heal even more in ways that I ha- I like heal things. I didn't even realize I needed to heal still and stuff yeah. like that. So totally. it'll be good.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> my turn. Are you concerned that my body will change over time?
0: Man, I hope so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like a weird freak that never, <laughs> never, ages. <laughs> never ages.
0: We actually talked about this yesterday. Yeah, uh, a yesterday, couple days ago. Yeah, we talked about aging and and all that kind of stuff. And um, I'm not concerned. This is an area. <laughs> if you don't age, you don't live, yeah. and it's like if you're not living.
1: I'm what's probably the more going? concerned than you are, but oh, I feel yeah, like that's classic. Sure. People are more self-conscious about their own bodies and personalities than.
0: Or. I feel like I've dealt with a lot of body image issues over my life. Um it's just something that's it's followed me around everywhere. Yeah. And I've worked I've actively worked at correcting some of those views I have of myself and the self talk I have around my own body image and stuff like that. I I I know I'm gonna age. Yeah. And especially when it's like wrinkles. It's like I've got this like wrinkly face. It's like, I probably already know what I'm going to look like as an old person. Just use
1: that, like, TikTok filter where you you look like an old person. It just makes
0: me look like one. <laughs> so I'm not concerned for myself, um, and I'm not concerned for you either. There, you can find beauty in everything, I think, is a big thing. So you can find beauty in wrinkles. It's like, people with gross feet just show that they, it just shows that they smile, spent their entire life hmm. smiling. Like, that's beautiful to me. So I think
1: for women, too, there's anxiety about what like pregnancy and having kids is going to do to your body, and like the yeah. fear, the fear that I guess certain things will be like, like won't, you won't go back to way you were before. And despite obviously having a kid and have like obviously that whole process is so worth it in the end, but still like the insecurity of like oh no, like what what things with my body are going to be different, and like am I going to have these new insecurities later on? Yeah. So that's kind of a, something that's like different, I guess.
0: So listening to something a couple of years back and they called it a meat suit. It's like, we're not, our, our body is, it's not us. Mm-hmm. Like, we're consciousness. So I think mm-hmm. understanding that and, and it's kind of like a, everything clicks like an aha moment. So yeah. I was like, you no, know, my body's not who I am. It's this spaceship that takes me everywhere I need to go and super resilient where you just beat the crap out of it all the time. It keeps coming back. And even the fast that I did last year, it was the same thing. So... It's just a natural thing. It's something that I think we need to accept. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you really feel that you are pushing yourself hard enough, or are you settling?
2: Hmm.
1: Um. I don't know. This is kind of kind of related to one of the last questions, like going into this next year, I feel like, I feel like being on my own, like geographically, it like, yeah, it'll push me in ways that I don't have to push myself when I'm like in a relationship. It's like when you're on your own, you have to like go out of your way to be more social and like interact with people and meet new people, especially like moving to a city where all my closest friends that lived there when I was there don't like move to other cities. So it's kind of like starting over. And, um, yeah, I think, I don't think I've settled. I don't think that's the right, like where I don't think, I think that's like over, over exaggerating for sure. But yeah, it's just, you, you get comfortable in your life and you stop pushing yourself at certain areas. And especially as someone who is kind of like socially awkward and like doesn't like isn't the most comfortable like being outgoing and like meeting new people and stuff like that like I think being in a relationship and living with you and like being around like in a city with my family it like it's easy to not have to go out of my way to do that stuff I mean especially with COVID obviously there wasn't that many opportunities too but Mm -hmm. um I think that it'll push me in that sense which which will be good um
0: I think you're pushing yourself. Yeah. Like I saw and, how hard yeah. the decision this was for you to move. And even when you got the offer and we were both sitting across from each other, like we both looked at each other and knew that this was something that you needed to do, you should be doing. Um, so, you know, I hope you're not settling for me, but I know that you're, I know that you're pushing yourself hard.
1: I yeah, no. know. I think like our relationship pushes each of us to grow. And like, I think, like, I think if I wanted to be in a relationship that like was, was not pushing me to grow at all. Like I could, I could easily find that, and I don't, yeah. so I don't think that like this is that
2: no.
1: at all. <laughs> Are you okay with me sleeping with other people? Um,
0: you you and I have talked about this. I think a lot, and it's not necessarily that I'd be okay with it. I just would hope that if it ever came to that point that you would come to me first. Um, because chances are, if you have a desire a desire to, to sleep with somebody else and want to act on it, chances are you feel like there's something else missing and you're trying to, you want something else or you want to experience something different. And that's, if it's something that I can impact or, or change, then I'll try to. But you and I have also discussed that we don't believe that it's, you know, you just have one soulmate in your life. So love is a universal thing. So it's more just if it was... Whether I'd obviously it'd be difficult, but you know, it's not whether I'd be okay with it, it's like, what could we is it something that we could communicate and come to a communication and understanding of what's going on and maybe the deeper meaning behind something? Um, it'd be hard, it'd definitely be hard. I've never really seen myself as being polyamorous or uh, practicing polygamy or anything like that, so it's.
2: Yeah. I don't know.
1: Um yeah, but I I'm on the same page. Like yeah. um oh. obviously if either of us ever felt that way, I, I yeah, I don't I hope we could just talk about it. Obviously that would still be really hard no matter like whether you communicated about it or not, it's like it's a hard thing to like talk about, but um for a moment, that's not in my uh, out of my field of vision. No, so,
0: <laughs> especially going into different cities, exactly I think that's a big thing too. We're definitely committed to each other.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I'm going to take that. That's not one answer. Which one of my friends don't you trust? Oh, yeah, no, that's that awkward. <laughs>
0: Am I different than you imagined I would be when we first met?
1: Yeah. I feel like anyone you ever meet is so different when you first meet because, like, your your first impression of someone is always just so, just, yeah, it's just so different. But um, not that different, though. I feel like you were pretty, like, the way you presented yourself when I met you is is still looking back on it is still like pretty authentic to like who you are. Um you're fine. Yeah, but like obviously thinking about how you saw someone when you met them it just like feels so different cuz yeah. you know you know so much more about them like on a deeper level now. Mm-hmm. But um but no, you're not you're not like there's nothing i guess that was like super surprising to me or like feel like you were pretty authentic when I met
0: That means a lot because that was the most important thing to me when I was dating at the time or when I wanted to start dating at the time. That was the most important thing was that I authentically represented myself and I was true to myself and I wasn't afraid to be myself knowing that I could attract another person. So yeah, you're goofier than I thought you were for sure. So you're goofier than I am most of the time. (laughs) Sometimes I look at you and I'm like, Hell's going on. So <laughs> <laughs> make any sense? Yeah, I'm only but goofy to
1: people. I'm like super comfortable with, though, so it takes a while.
0: And it's fun. I like it.
1: Thanks. What do you think you would find if you went through my phone right now?
0: Uh, probably a bunch of selfies. to Be honest. Rude. I would. I mean, if you're passionate about um, fashion, I used to think you were vain. But I realize you knew that. But I realize that it's more you're just passionate about being creative and expressing yourself through fashion and stuff like that, which I think you've challenged me on a lot because I've attributed the wrong things to it, thinking that you can't have – like, you can't. If, if we're that person, then we're vain. But you push forward a message that a lot of other people relate to and follow and, and I think admire. And they want to embody that same kind of, I guess, like aesthetic or vibe that you put out there. So I think that's, that's really cool. But I think I definitely find a bunch of selfies for sure. Oh, and the other thing I'd also find is a bunch of photos of me sleeping. <laughs> that's the other one too. Yeah. So, and yeah, for sure. I fell asleep on the couch with right <laughs> right next to Indy, like our cat. And uh, I woke up to having Hannah, like, take a selfie of, like, the three of us <laughs> on the couch. It's funny. So, I think I'd probably find that. And you love to shop, so if I open up your browser, I bet you would be some sort of website. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. It was brow- window shopping, you
0: know. Yeah. And you went through my phone.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Just.
2: Where do you see us in ten years?
1: Ten years. Oh wow. Um the question of where do I see us is like I feel like it's not super relevant, but like I guess the better question is like where do I want where do I want us to be? Um and I guess I would say, let's see, how old will I be in ten years? Thirty thirty yes. five? It'll be almost 40. So oh God. Um, I see us being more grounded in in what we find fulfillment in in life. Mm-hmm. Um don't I couldn't really say what exactly that looks like, but just in terms of like career and what we do with our time, I think I, I would hope that we're a little bit more established in that and have found success in whatever like in whatever Way we, way we want and w- in whatever way or in whatever that means to us. Yeah. Um, or at least are on the road to it. More clarity. Yeah, just more clarity in like, what brings fulfillment and we're like, we've like created a life around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would think we would probably have at least a kid by then. <laughs> like thirty five it's kind of pushing it in terms of having kids. So um yeah, I think that would be like a goal for me by then. Um yeah, just keep on keeping on. Like I don't I don't know. Like I feel like we're on a good trajectory. There's nothing in terms of like our relationship that I see being like crazy different or anything. So yeah. I thought it was too big, but <laughs> I do know gonna, where life takes you. So <laughs> I was
0: literally just gonna say happy. So that's pretty vague.
1: I but, hope we're happy, but I don't know. I don't. You, you're never like only happy. Like there's always like no matter how fulfilled you are in your job or your relationship or whatever. Like there's always shit that happens, and like yeah, you're never happy 100 percent of the time. So I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I feel like Eckhart Tolle talks about this, where like happiness. People say happiness is just, like, the goal for them, but that's, like, that doesn't mean anything. Like, happiness isn't... Happiness doesn't mean, like, meaningful. You know what I mean? And, like, you can't... The only way to experience happiness is to also have hard things. And, like, happiness doesn't exist in the future. It exists, like, right now. Like, you can't have happiness at a later time or in the past. It's, like, you you can have it right now if you want it. And, like, it's not about, like, reaching it. It's, like, you create it. So it doesn't really matter what your life situation is. You can be happy if you want. If you I'm choose to be. and
0: Weird and I guess like sadistic in the way that like there's happiness in the hard times too. Like happy yeah. is a state of being. And we're talking like 10 years out. So yeah. it's like in 10 years, I hope I am happy. And it's because it's like, is my glass? I was going to say, then switch it and say, I hope my glass is half full,
1: yeah. not half empty. You feel like it's half empty right now?
0: No. No. I've switched that over the last few years. Where my glass is always half full. There can always be, there can always be more in the cup, and there can always be less in the cup. And the only thing I can control is the way that I look at it. Out. Yeah. And it's really important to me that I continue to view it that way. It's got to be half full. And if it's always half full, why wouldn't I be happy? Yeah. Shit happens sometimes.
1: Do you feel like we've lived up to the dreams we had when we started our when we started this relationship? Why or why not?
0: I feel like we are. I think there's a lot. I was gonna say you're the dreamer, for <laughs> sure. So I feel like we are, especially with you moving into this next step your career I feel like you're definitely living up to the things that we talked about on that like third date that we we had and even reflecting on on me like you individually and then me individually I've taken so many steps over these last couple years to I haven't been so focused on the external stuff because I knew that I always told myself that the external stuff would come if the internal stuff was was there too so if I could figure out the things internally and bring the best version of myself every day to everything I do, then the best things will come. And I've realized that shitty things come sometimes too. But in general, that actually has worked and it's manifested a lot. But I think moving forward for me, it's setting more clear intention with it to make sure that I'm, I'm manifesting things that I'm intending to instead of just things that kind of just come to me. Yeah. So I think individually and then... Collectively, I don't really think we had we really focused on just being present. We really focused on just being present at the beginning of our relationship. So I think, in that way, um, I think maybe over this last year, living with each other, it's definitely something you can lose. You can know, up in the same bed, you're going to sleep with the same person every night. It's just, it's different when you're in the same environment. But I think moving into this next stage is something that will definitely keep us on our, on our toes. And it's kind of the next step, I think, to. Anything we've talked about, like financial freedom and creative freedom, as we talked about, um, being able to like have a um, be able to travel, all that kind of stuff, but just having more freedom in general, and I definitely think it's something that we'll towards. Yeah. Two more? Two more? Yeah.
2: Sure.
0: First of all, there's a typo on this card. Okay? <laughs> So, should I read it with with or without the typo?
1: Just read it without and then say what the typo is.
0: I'm going to read it with the typo and then I'll read it. I'll say okay. it. Would you ever chose porn over me? <laughs> 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 Would you ever choose porn over me? Why or why not?
1: Like, what? What does that even mean? I guess it, it, it I guess means it means, exactly. like, not on a grand scale, but, like... Like, does it mean if I was given the ultimatum, like either Having work together me, or you yeah. can watch porn?
0: Yeah, no, I mean it. Thinks like, would you ever choose like watching porn over being physical with me? Oh. Uh... Or would you ever sacrifice our sex life for
1: porn? No, I like. I don't feel like porn. It kind of
0: sounded like a question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like porn is that important to me. Like, I like. Would if the question was like, would you ever? would you ever choose to like masturbate over like having sex with you? Like some maybe sometimes, like I feel like sometimes yeah,
0: to <sighs> just treat yourself. You know? Yeah.
1: Like sometimes you want like to just be alone. Like especially when you're living in a house with like a- another person, sharing a bedroom with another person, having your pets, like it's just, it's a lot sometimes. And
2: yeah,
1: yeah maybe sometimes you just want to like have the relaxing experience of just like being on your own, connecting with your own sexuality yeah. by yourself. Like, yeah, it's totally fair so, and healthy.
2: Yeah, but, but permanently
1: But if it was like some grand ultimatum where it's like, either you be with me or you can never me, I, I don't know, it just seems like a ridiculous thing. But it's a weird question. It is. Maybe we should ask. I want to like do kind of a different one. When do you find yourself thinking about our relationship lasting?
2: Um
1: like in what in what times and what moments do you think about our future i guess
0: i'm trying to think because i was thinking about this last week i'm trying to think of when what moment it was when i when i started thinking like that um i don't know anything specifically like a specific moment when it happens but like experiences like this in places like this and i think specifically i think when we, when we talk about things that we want and they're in alignment with what each other want too i think those are the times when i when i really really think about it it's come a lot come up a lot over these last few weeks as this new job opportunity has come up and if it's a difficult decision to take it, so that's come up quite a bit. But I think when we share, we share experiences and we spend time, spend time with each other. And I, I think it's healthy to question it either way, right? To be like, "Will this last? Will it won't last?" Mm-hmm. I think it's healthy both ways. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm just a questioner in general. So yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Mostly we talk about it.
1: Yeah, just think like when we think about our life situation, yeah. where we're at. I think said this before i think an important question to ask yourself like periodically in a relationship is like what what would i be doing now or where what would my life be like right now if i hadn't met this person just to kind of like check in with yourself and be like and make sure that that you haven't settled and in any way or like that you haven't like given up dreams or given up things you wanted because your relationship hasn't like been able to provide them or enable them Mm -hmm. just to be able yeah just be able to check in with yourself and be like If I think about, like, what would I be doing and where would I be living right now if we hadn't met, like, do I have a clear idea of what that would have been? And if so, is that something that I feel like I'm missing or, like, I'm sad that I'm not getting because of our relationship, etc.? So Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, just just when you think about your life situation. Yeah. I
0: don't
1: feel like I'm missing out.
0: No. What makes you most comfortable in your body?
1: I got both body questions.
0: Yeah, you got both of them. Which is ironic, um, considering what we talked about a couple nights ago.
1: Yeah. Um, what makes you most comfortable in your body? Hmm. I don't think any external thing makes me feel comfortable in my body. I think... It almost feels like a trick question. like I, I
2: what is it in? I don't that?
1: feel that like, when I felt most comfortable in my body, I don't think that it's an external thing doing that. Um so I I guess when when do I feel the most comfortable in my body is when like after after I exercise, like I feel really like, I mm-hmm. guess strong or like, capable or powerful and then
0: um i think that's the time when i feel most comfortable in my body too yeah i treated it right
1: and just just when i've had when i've had an experience like during an experience where i feel like oneness on like a larger scale like when i'm in nature and feel very like at peace with it or um when I'm like very connected to you, like intimately or, um, but honestly, even when I'm like cuddled up in bed or like on the couch with a blanket, like when I'm really like cozy and comfortable, like mm-hmm. times like that, when I feel like just like most like at peace in my body and like, it's where I'm meant to be.
0: Yeah. I think exercising for sure. For me. The other one is when I feel wanted. So I actually was thinking about like if you like grab my butt or something, that (laughs) makes me feel good too. It just makes me feel comfortable.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Another one that I was thinking about is when I meditate. It's a real time when I'm like, it doesn't matter how much noise there is going around. It's like, I have to be here right now. I'm not even going to have to be there. I choose to be there right now. It's a time when I usually feel pretty comfortable, even when there's noise around. It's just recognizing that it's just noise. It's really, really valuable to me. And I think when you look good, you feel good.
2: Yeah.
0: A lot of the time. And I think that's a big one too. It's nice having like a haircut and shower and having a nice shave and wearing some nice clothes that usually feel most comfortable my body.
1: Oh, and having, when I have a morning shower and the light, the sunlight is like shining through the window in the shower at like just the right angle where it's kind of like on your body and you're just like by yourself and you just woke up and you feel refreshed from the water on you. And it's like... It's almost like this, like morning awakening, and you feel very like beautiful and just yeah. like fresh. And that's definitely a time when I feel like really good at my body. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'd say thank you for being here, but we're jacked up in this zero together, and I drove, so you're, <laughs> you're, you're stuck with me. But I'm, yeah,
2: it was fun. I know.
0: I'm super. I'm super grateful for you. I really am. You came into my life at such a such an important time. I think and the last two years have been so amazing and super excited to see moving forward. And I never truly understood. I was like, yeah, I got a girlfriend and I don't think I truly understood the meaning of partner. I think we use the term partner as like a non, kind of like a non-gender based or like binary thing, you know, where as I feel like I've gotten a true understanding of what a partnership should look like. And honestly, like the first healthy relationship I feel like I've shared with anybody. So super grateful to you and really thankful that you, took the time
1: thanks for having me on your podcast
0: (laughs) thanks for being at the with
1: me um no it was fun it felt like we're it felt similar to conversations we normally have just like letting other people into i guess our life together so yeah let's go
2: so I i love you
0: Thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you enjoyed today's podcast or any of my earlier conversations, make sure to like this one and give the Daily Dose podcast a follow as we continue chatting with ordinary people doing extraordinary things. As always, I hope you're staying happy, healthy, and safe. Much love, everyone.